Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 203, The Art of Peace, part four. Ending the war within is the final installment on this topic. We are all prisoners here of our own device is one of the most famous and true lines of that 1977 magnificent song, Hotel California by the Eagles. Can I really embody the notions of surrender, centering, blending, and then transforming in relationships to others, as well as larger causes, if I can't even manage it with myself? Ah, the many faces of me, including the inner critic and those somewhat addicting thought freight trains of sex and money, endlessly rattling around, stealing both energy and inner peace. I wish I were totally free of all that, but I'm not. Taking care of every aspect of who I am is part of my mission. I've learned to not listen to those voices that label the science of selfishness as wrong. In order to be there for others, I must first be mindful of my own physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Love is always the answer, no matter the question. Calling a ceasefire to the war within and finding some inner peace when all hell breaks loose in my mind, thus adversely affecting my body, spirit as well, is very much a way of loving and caring for myself. There is a wonderful German concept, Zerissenheit, which roughly translates as a torn-to-pieces hood, the state of being divided, fractured, pulled in a dozen directions. We are all, to some degree, simultaneously falling apart and coming together. Each of us experiences tension and conflict among various elements in our lives. The war within can pull body, mind, and heart in different directions, both draining our energy and creating an endless battle of hide-and-seek within us. In order to function, we begin to walling off parts of who we really are. The more estranged we become from our true nature, the more opportunities there are for fear and depression to dominate our inner landscape. When we are mired in Zerissenheit, the desire to experience peace can lead us beyond the fear of facing our dark side. Once we understand that by grappling with our internal chaos, we are actually reclaiming the wholeness that is our birthright, then the inner struggles begin to ebb and healing occurs. We come to accept the reality and indeed the necessity of chaos, darkness, and suffering. What a joy it is to discover the possibility of no longer feeling divided and homeless in the realm of my own being. We can be released, if only temporarily, from such pain. I get to acknowledge that my brokenness is actually what allows me to become whole. Way back in Podcast 11, I talked about thought stream shift, worth reviewing here as one of four elements designed to stop the war within. Step one is to regularly observe my thought stream. Does it tend to be negative, judgmental, fear-based, or self-blaming? And I approach this with curiosity in terms of what might actually be true. I'm a big fan of, at any given moment, choose a conversation that empowers. To do this, I use the four components of thought stream shift. Gently observe and inquire about what I'm telling myself all day long. Remember to not believe everything I think temporarily suspend judging mind, then use agatha to change the dominant tune. The incessant demands of how I should behave, should be feeling, or should be doing are not likely to fill me with liberated rapture. Who wants to live in should land, trapped by the constant commands of self or others? Yet every day, I often allow a pile of them to smother my curiosity, creativity, and contentment.
I can remodel each should into a want or drop it. I help to stop the war within by lowering the volume on my yama yama considerations, by handling my own crazy yaya, all the mental negative chatter I let run loose, and reject those specific social lies and cultural norms that only further confine me. Step two of stopping the war within happens when I also learn to invite my inner sage to take the podium when the disparaging chorus of the inner critic gets too loud. Something interesting and wise always emerges if I stop and listen to the gentle, calm, knowing voice beneath the chatter. Every moment of awareness is a hammer stroke on the chain of my conditioning. How to be a joyful participant in a world full of sorrows, famine, wars, global disasters, climate change, and the seemingly endless everyday violence between humans can certainly make me feel powerless, insignificant, and chip away at my vitality and joie de vivre. My own incredible privilege can sometimes seem a burden given the suffering and inequities visible everywhere. Step three is to find a way to accept the uneasy, tender, and troubled truce between my different deep desires and discover the sweet spot where service and personal fulfillment coexist, the balance between savoring the world and trying to help save it. Step four is to regularly spend time in nature, as I often emphasize in these musings good for me on every level. Despite winter cold, snow, and wind, I manage almost every day to get out for a meditative 45-minute walk. My primary goal there is to keep the physical container in decent shape, but I also notice that the inner critic tends to take a nap. Thought streams calm down. Patience, openness, and appreciation of just right now give my competing desires a break. It intuitively feels right to explore these elements in terms of surrendering, centering, blending, and transforming the war within. Thought streams shift, allow my inner sage some time on the podium, acknowledge and turn down the volume on my competing desires, and get outside to let it all percolate. It certainly must seem at times that I am stuck in the cathexis of personal growth. I acknowledge the obdurate truth of that, and I still believe that whatever negative consequences have arisen from that focus, ultimately, I keep discovering tools of liberation that I sincerely hope are of benefit to others as well. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.